0: Ravens and Chiefs have agreed on a massive trade, sending tackle Orlando Brown to Kansas City. So I love what they've done. This is a complete. Yep. This is a complete overhaul of an offensive line. Trying to win every single game. I'm trying to go 20-0, 19-0,
1: whatever it is.
0: Future is what Patrick Mahomes said, which is 20-0. Yeah, 20-0 made sense.
1: Hello and welcome to the Arrowhead. Uh, up, up. No, hang on. <laughs> someone's someone's left a yellow flag on the floor here. <laughs> I don't know who that was. Got <laughs> uh, a room full of them. Let's keep going. <laughs> Welcome to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. It's uh, Duncan uh, hosting tonight. Back Uh for my parents, um, I'll take on the hosting duties. I'm joined by Owen. Hello. And Neil. Hello, hello. Tom was on um, non-COVID-related illness. Um, yeah. Illness break. Um, let's. Uh, I was thinking about coming back, and I just. Um, I just hope I can be more Melvin Ingram than Levin Bell as a late-season addition <laughs> uh, to the squad. I'll, um...
2: Did anyone see the difference coming that Melvin Ingram would make? Like, I, I was kind of thinking, during the off-season, Chiefs looked at him, didn't sign him, and I was thinking, yeah, he's got nothing left in the tank, they weren't interested. And then he comes in and lights the place up. Like, Did either of you think, oh, yeah, he's going to be the difference maker?
0: I thought, if anything, you were just going to... Make it easier on the other guys. I thought you'd see improvement from Chris Jones and and Frank Clark off the back of him coming in, just because it's another name to think about. Um, But him personally, I didn't think he'd have much of an impact. But you know, more than happy that he has. He's he's played really well for us.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I think I was when when he was obviously in the building the first time. I think I wanted him
0: Uh, because I I guess we'd
1: probably missed out on a few other sort of targets at that point. But. and I guess that by the time we, we did go for him, it was a little bit any, any port of the storm, wasn't it? We were, not, we were not in a very good way on that side of the ball. So he certainly couldn't have made us any worse. But no, I don't think, um, I don't think anyone really thought, because he wasn't, he wasn't doing that much in Pittsburgh either. Obviously, there's a reason they, no. they, they wanted rid of him, so, or they were happy to let him go. So no, he's um, uh, kind of low-key, uh, a really good piece of work. Um, six round pick Vich. very well spent exactly I mean, what do you get for a six round pick yeah. oh yeah Trey Smith best guard in the league <laughs> well yeah fair point fair <laughs> well, f- sorry future best guard in the league <laughs> i just had to look that up well I was I was just going through some of the stuff I'd done for like the, the website and the socials and I had to remind myself that he was he was a six round pick I know there was mitigating circumstances but um, yeah that's another another good deal he was on our draft board i
2: remember that much and had an eye on him
1: just another piece of good business by gm uh, gm deal <laughs> <laughs> right. i've already
2: started looking at the next draft <laughs> really yeah <laughs> oh, i've got my
1: draft crush i saw him this week i, I read the oh B- you're read a scottish a, guy yeah i read an article on the bbc website um i'm going to get uh, i don't want to butcher his name how i uh, his name is David the Uh I think he's a, a linebacker edge player uh, he was born in Nigeria brought up in Scotland plays for Michigan uh, I think he's um, well I think he's maybe mocked anywhere in the first round so um, uh Edge should will go missing the first. Yeah, exactly. Bit, it's definitely right? kind of a plan. I mean, if when you say maybe it's always are thinking, but you say edge rusher linebacker, I just I just think Michael Parsons. So if you know, if Quite we get nice. anything near that, then happy days. He's a beast.
0: He really is. He's on COVID now, though. He's on COVID list. Michael Parsons. Is he? Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I suppose best to get that out of the way with now. Yeah. I mean, before you just, hit the playoffs. True.
1: As, true. as we were just chatting before, it's, it's reduced to five days now. So. Um you're only going to miss one game I guess uh, now and, you yeah, could but... catch it on a Monday
2: and still be back for the Sunday
1: yeah you could I guess mm. I mean, the, the Cowboys are I don't know I'm not sure if how, what if their positions locked in but they've got their. They've got a home game anyway and obviously the um, the Packers are the one seed on that side so um am not sure there's very much to play for there's only one place available I think on the NFC yes sir just catching up I thought um, I think it's the Saints I think the only team uh, there's two
0: there's two spots available in the NFC right oh no that was as of the 28th no that might be down to one now actually You might be right
1: yeah it's maybe not quite the uh, the blockbuster last weekend that, um, that the NFL had planned although as we were just chatting did they do their best to set it up as a blockbuster for the <laughs> AFC Duh. conspiracy music please. um <laughs> I mean I guess you can't talk about the game, um, which just to, to recap was uh God, I've even wiped it from my memory. What was it? 34 Thirty four thirty one, uh last kick, walk off win for the um for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um you can't speak about the game without talking about the refereeing. Um I don't like being the sort of fan of any team in any sport who always blames the referee.
0: But I think they, I think they did,
1: the referees aren't the reason that we lost the game, the referees are one of the reasons we lost that game. Yes. But I think the way that they called the game, the positions that some of the calls were made in, um, you can't help but, you can't help but have a deciding factor. Um, I could almost forgive most of the calls i think the one the egregious ones the one at the very end the face mask where they get the first down hmm. and that that seals the whole thing for them i don't know what you guys think um are you on the bad day at the office or on the this is exactly what the nfl had planned for all along camp?
2: <laughs> bad day at the office yeah um, bad at the office i my my issue with the refs well it, it's not so much with the refs as it's with the Chiefs. Is You you look back at the Super Bowl last year and the refs threw flags for everything and we kept getting handsy and didn't change how we were playing. You've got to learn from that. And if you see the refs are throwing flags for any kind of contact, you've got to do your best not to make that contact. If it's first and ten, yeah, fine, make the contact. If, you, if you're going to get torched by Jamar Chase again... Then make the contact fine, but if it's a, a pivotal play, like a, a third down and like a, the fourth down at the end of the game, you cannot. You have to be aware that the refs are throwing flags for shit like that, and you cannot put you put them in a position where they can do that. So I I was frustrated with us for not kind of being game aware enough to know this this could be a problem here.
0: And, I mean, bad calls happen. It's, it's sport. Yeah. Referees get it right. Referees get it get it wrong in football. Officials get it right. Officials get it wrong in the NFL as well. It's just the nature of, of a sport. Nothing's going to be clean line and clean cut. Um, and it, a, few, a few didn't go away that game. I mean, it wasn't just flags on us that we could have been a bit less handsy on. It was also they didn't call the um, the full start on the left guard yes. when you look oh, back yeah. on it on the goal line. And But then as far as you can blame the officials, you can blame us as well. I mean, the rest didn't. Like give the Bengals that third and twenty-seven. We called an all-out blitz and then put Jamar Chase on an island on his own. So that was asking for trouble on that play. Oh. Um, and then that ended the, the series at the end on the goal line with the not letting them score when when we still had two minutes left on the clock and just letting them eat out the clock so they could just kick a last-second field goal. That was just poor time management and just poor, just just poor thought process. Like. It just made me think, like, put your pride to the side and let them score so we can put the ball back in the hands of the best player, like, in the NFL, in Patrick it's Mahomes, and give him a chance.
1: I was thinking that because I was watching it with, with Lennon, I was crying. I was just let them in. But if it had gone to plan, which it very nearly did, but for that, but for the penalty, we had the ball, I think, two timeouts in 40 seconds.
2: Um, yeah, but from a one yard line.
1: Just, but then, but with Patrick Mahomes. Right. Yeah. I think I, I can kinda see the thought process. I think hindsight in that situation is 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 perfect. I um I think it's 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 tough. Because it's it's exactly the sort of thing where like in the Chargers game, we we, we had three or four stands in the goal line on fourth down and stopped them every time. So I can ki in that regard I can kinda see where they come from. The it's the it's the third and 27 that's 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 the egregious one for me i think mm-hmm. that just feels yeah. a bit i say reckless at, at the time are you like just what have you done i have seen someone um on twitter that's got more anal- savvy analytics than i do that said that's uh i assume it's with the chiefs that they've never given up more than third and 11 when they've blitzed. So right. Again, but then that, they go,
0: they've not
2: played Jamar Chase. Uh, yeah, yeah, stats only
0: go so far. <laughs> and when you look at how Jamal Chase was playing in that game, you adjust. You make adjustments based on how players like. That's how all the best defensive coordinators win games and control games. They adjust. They see what's happening on the field in that game. And there's only so. I think there's only so far stats can take you. And I think this game shows it. Like if you if you just stick with your game plan regardless of what's actually happening on the field, then you're asking for trouble. And and the Bengals made the most of it and they exposed it and. They played really well, like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase.
2: That again for me goes back to the Super Bowl last year in that on offence last year rather than defence this time in this game, but on offence last year what we were doing wasn't working and we didn't change. We just kept trying to do the same stuff. And it's like the we'll play our way and you'll have to deal with it. Well, that's great when it's working, but when it's not working you need to change how you're playing. And on defence, Jamar Chase in single coverage, was torching us.
0: Mm-mm.
2: You have to, have to look at that and go, this isn't working. Like, you can't let him have what 11 receptions with 260 odd yards and three touchdowns. He had more and
0: receiving you... yards than Mahomes had passing yards. Yes, in the he did.
2: Like, you, you just you have to make a change. You have to take that into account, that this is happening. And uh, just, we just didn't. And that To me, that was the most frustrating part of the game, was that you could see what was going wrong and we did nothing to try and stop it.
0: Yeah. And what made it almost even worse was the fact that we were getting pressure with four, with four men. Yes. We were rushing four and we were getting good pressure. We had four sacks on the on the day. We had a, a good few quarterback hits. Chris Jones was playing really well. So the, the need... If we weren't getting any pressure on Joe Burrow and he had all day in the pocket to throw this ball when we were only rushing four or three... Like, fair enough, you can kind of understand the blitz a bit more to try and, you know, force the throw early than he'd want it on third and 27. But then we were getting through with four. We, ha- we had good pressure, so I don't we know why ten, we didn't sit back and trust it.
2: Ten quarterback hits and four sacks. Chris yeah. Jones had three, Reid had two, Clark had one, Ingram had two, four had one, Derna had
0: one. That's, quarterback that's, a, hits. that's a wide variety of players as well getting through and then hitting them
2: and all from the d line. Yeah, no and all, in. and
0: all yeah, it's not like the corners the corners are getting are getting hit and the linebackers are getting hits from blitzes. It's just the, the the d line. So it makes it even it makes it even less understandable why you would blitz on that play.
1: Yeah, I think I I think that's my if I was to take away like on the negative side, like my one worry from from the game is is let's like say whether it's uh confidence stubbornness or arrogance or some combination of the three you know not to let you say make adjustments because the guy's having a world of a game you know it's like it's 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 fine just just put two men on him right it doesn't like like you say don't let your pride get in the way of it yeah i find it it weird because thinking back to the very first game of the season which feels like a a lifetime ago now the, the browns game we got absolutely skinned in the first half yeah but it was all changed in the second half we made the adjustments that we needed in the second half and it just feels like we haven't done any of that since all season, like the, the, obviously the D went off a cliff after that, it seemed that there was a refusal to move Sorensen out of a position he was clearly not playing well in, then it all got fixed whether it was Ingram or whatever coming back and it was, you know, but we just need to be a bit more agile I think.
0: And, and who let up that massive play to Jamar Chase down the left side line? from a really bad angle, a pursuit angle. Sorenson. Yeah, Sorenson. It's was a te- you know- terrible pursuit angle. Yeah, it was just, yeah. It wasn't a great day in the office, but you know, we go again for next week.
1: Steph, I think, uh, my, I guess my, my counter on the, on the flip side is that the Bengals have basically just played their Super Bowl in, in some regards, right? So, you know, it's the biggest win they've had for God knows how long. They've won their division, you know, um, Beating the sort of for for some people the, the like the one ranked team certainly the the, the top seed in the AFC, um, but only just with an in inverted commas your help from the referees. You know, yeah, it took the
0: a last second that, field goal.
1: Exactly. So yeah. you know, we were certainly in the game. The whole you know, the, the, the whole way we've not been blown out at all. Holmes I thought put on an absolute clinic at times. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the no look touch. He knew that as well. Did you see him after the, the no look pass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He mm-hmm. knew it. He loved it. I love that. Like, like you said, Chris Jones had an awesome day. So, yep. you know, I think, I think that while there's sort of reasons to, to sort of, well, there's more, there's probably more losing the game. There's never more good than bad, but there's certainly, it's not all bad.
0: Yeah, I think, what, I think why it was so frustrating, not because it's like, oh my God, they've exposed us, we're, like, we're bad again. It's because we had the one seed. We had the one seed in our hands. And we could have had a first round bye and, and all of this. And now we have to rely on the Texans beating the Titans in order to get that one seed back. Um, I think, yeah, because, you know, they, they had to, like, Jamar Chase went nuclear on us. And they won by a last second field goal um, by three points. So Jamar Chase had the best game of the season, and that's what it took to, to, to narrowly beat the Chiefs. Assisted with some some calls that went their way, which even Joe Burrow owned up to after the game. He was like, "Yeah, we had some calls go our way," and he said it about four times in the post-game interview. So, yeah, it's it's not it's not the worrying for the, for like the playoffs and whether this like whether this team can can cause us massive troubles. Which they can do; they can cause us troubles. But I don't think it's a complete like, all right, season over, we're going to get blown out of the playoffs now. It's just it's more frustrating because now we just can't get the one seed, or we have next to no chance of getting the one seed.
2: I'm just looking at what odds that the Texans are. What the handicap is on that game? Titans have a ten point handicap on Paddy Powers. I I don't see. (laughs) No, it doesn't at all. Um, I just I just don't see them losing, but then again. I don't think the Titans are a particularly good number one seed. Like I think the chances of the AFC Championship game being held in Nashville is pretty low, because I think they're going to lose to somebody along the way, and then we have to do the business and tie up the number two seed and make sure if we get there, then we're going to be having that game at home.
1: Yeah, I mean I think that's all that all that we could do. I think at one point this week I tweeted out should we rest the starters, and at that point I hadn't done the maths properly and I couldn't, I didn't realise that we weren't set as number two so I guess we play on Saturday this week which is again a note for everyone's diaries uh, it's a Saturday night game this week not a Sunday night game um, is it a it nine up 30 cook, 9.30 kick kickoff yeah. on a Saturday, on a boy, Saturday. Oh, that's great on
2: a Saturday it's perfect, perfect. yeah that's correct.
1: that's everything they want that's the NFL has done as a solid there yes they have um, I guess all we could do is is beat the Broncos it doesn't even matter by how many points um, no. Beat the, and, put the, and put the pressure on on Tennessee to um, you to know to to, have to win as well, yeah. Um, I guess that's all we can do, really. Uh, I would say if you yeah. know if we're, if it's um, if the win's looking looking good, maybe give some of the guys a rest. I Are
2: there any circumstances where we can finish lower than the number two? Do we know? Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: absolutely. If um
0: if we lose, if we lose so the Patriots win. Yeah, and Cincinnati. I think I think we can. Be, I think we can even finish as a fourth if the, um, the if the, the Pats win. Go yeah, because because we can only finish one to four because we, we've won the division. So
2: yeah, because we won the division. Yeah. Yeah. So if the Broncos,
1: so... if we lose and the Bills or New or Cincinnati win, they will be above us. Right. Because obviously they've got tiebreakers. And if they both win, are they we'll be, both
2: we'll above be, us? We'll, we'll be four. Ugh. Don't want that.
1: No, although, no, no, you don't, because you want to get as many home games as, as possible. But yeah. as number two seed, we'll likely either play the Colts or the Chargers, which is I'm not probably not. as it's probably as hard a game as the first um, as the as you can get from a wild card team. Yeah, I think in in the AFC. I think they'd be the two, certainly the two wild cards that you would probably want to avoid.
2: I, I would fancy beating the Colts, even with Taylor at running back, because Carson Wentz doesn't strike any kind of fear into me. Um, if you give me Mahomes against Wentz, there's only one winner out of that every time. Um, he did not so I it. I wouldn't be too worried about the Colts, but the Chargers, mm, yeah, that's... Um, it's a different story.
0: Yeah, they're beatable. Though. I think that they're all they're all beatable. And and if Kansas City are, are, are on their day, and if we, if we're playing how we should be playing, um, they're all beatable. But it's just if we just make some silly, we just had some silly games this season. But then you just hope that the playoff experience shows through because. Who you've got? You've got Tennessee, who have made it to an AFC Championship game, and Buffalo, who have made it to an AFC Championship game in in the last few years. The last two years, outside of Kansas City and the Patriots, but they're a completely different team now. So Buffalo and Tennessee are the two teams that have been to a championship game and had a deep playoff run, and actually look similar to what they did when when they had that run. So did
2: you got to hope B- the Buffalo. inexperience. Buffalo. I mean, we when we played Buffalo last year. I was on the, the UK Bills podcast and I was saying to them at the time, I thought it was a year too early for them. Like They needed the experience of losing the AFC Championship game before they would go on to win one. But having seen bits and pieces of them this season, I'm not really that impressed with them. They're worse than they were at this time last year. They lost to the like Jaguars. The, yeah, they, they lost 9-6 of Jaguars. But if you look at who they've beaten, they've feasted on some really bad teams. Mm. And... They have this fantastic point differential of like hundred plus hundred and fifty or whatever. But they've beaten shite. Mm. Like
0: if they can they catch you up guard a, they can really Yeah, they they, put they the can, nail in. they're
2: dangerous if Josh Allen has a good day. But he's hot and cold and they've got no running game. They've got Stefan Diggs as a receiver and beyond that there's nothing you really would be overly concerned about. Like I just I'm not that bothered about the Bills. I would have more bother about the Chargers than I would the Bills.
1: I think that what teams like the the Bills have I guess what the, the Chiefs have 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 changed since Patrick Mahomes came in is I think we've brought the floor up miles. Yes. So our our worst. The, I mean this is what are we? Gonna be when win, win this eleven and twelve and five, I think is it if we yeah yeah, twelve and five if we um if we beat Denver yeah if we beat Denver with some less than ideal performances, and actually <laughs> as well you know and as as well, you can probably as as bad as the defense was early season, you can probably put as many of the losses on the offense as you can, the defense, so turnovers turnovers kills. exactly us. right so if you think of it, in some ways not not that this has been bad in any way but it kind of feels like this is our floor mm. um not losing to the Jaguars right so you know, I think that's what that that's what it feels like our floors and maybe that's a difference between a team like you say a team like us that's maybe a year or two ahead and other teams because I think that the best of the bills is is really scary you don't want you don't want that um, I think they're the team I wouldn't want to play Really? in the playoffs at their best the, best the best version of the Bills are the one I wouldn't want to play
2: but what is the best version of the Bills? Josh Allen running around gunning it to Stefan Diggs?
0: their defence can play too yeah. they've got a good defence and Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs you can't underrate that <laughs> that duo they are they are really good when they're on they are <laughs> electric and Dawson Knox have yeah. been playing really well. Their tight end as well this season. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think they're. I think they're the biggest. They're the biggest threat to us. They can cause them the upset the most simply because I think we know the Chargers too well. As good as they are, they have had a really good season. That we, we know them. We've played them two times a year. We've had their number in the majority of games, and we've had the division for the majority of years that Andy Reid's been a head coach. So. I dunno, just just because of familiarity, I think in the playoffs I think we'll have it together more than the Chargers will if we came to face them. But I think we're not as, as familiar with the Bills. I think they're more alien to us.
1: How how much have you bought into the Chargers this year? Like, know it, it felt like the the NFL really wanted them to be the kind of darling team of the NFL of the NFL this year. You know, they really want Herbert to be they really wanted it to be Herbert and Mahomes. Yeah. For the next ten years. But if they lose away to the Raiders they're out in the playoffs. Right? And they
2: didn't even have that many injuries this year to blame it on. Like no. normally the they get crippled.
1: But I mean that's the thing, how 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 good actually are the charges? I don't like there's a, it just seems to me there's enough there's enough evidence out there to say that Justin Herbert is there's as much to me there's as much evidence that says Justin Herbert's the real deal as says that Justin Herbert is not a, is not the difference maker or they've got so many difference makers going the other direction that he's not enough to take them past that
2: I, I would worry about the charges I think the charges have a better roster than say the Bills but um, like if you look at skill positions Eckler's a really good running back and a good receiving threat out of the running. Although they've had sweet FA in the running game this year, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, two really good receivers. Like, they've got, they've got players there. At the skill positions, you kind of go, mm, yeah, okay, I like the look of them. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, both have thousand-yard seasons. Um, they they need that third wide receiver, but. If if you're giving me skill positions between, say, the Chargers and the Bills, I'd I'd take Justin Herbert over Josh Allen any day. Uh I'd take Eckler over any running back you'd name from the Bills. I'd probably take Diggs over Eleanor Williams, but you've got two thousand yard receivers there and they've got Diggs with one. Like the Chargers are a good roster. I just don't I don't know why they can't win more games. Like it's. It must be so frustrating to support them. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah,
1: both of their fans are. Yes. Uh, yeah. no, it just. I mean, it just does. It just feels like there's. Right. Maybe I'm being harsh on Herbert. It just feels like there's something. That holds that whole franchise back.
0: I don't think it's harsh on Herbert. I don't think it's Herbert that, that's that's holding them back.
1: I, I think it's together. Herbert
0: that's going to be the piece to to take them forward. going to. And I think Staley as well. Brandon Staley is turned to be a really great head coach for them and he's just got Isn't a lot he... of energy yeah I like but, him but... I think he's like you know the new Sean McVeigh if you want he's, he's like fun he's young and he's I think he's he's interesting as a head coach and you know I think that they rally around him a lot I think he's I've seen some of his like post-game like speeches and stuff and he just seems like a good people person I think you need that in a head
1: coach they should have hosed us in that last game they should have hosed us and they didn't hose us because of Brandon Staley you think? Yeah, absolutely. I know he was let down by his team at execution on those fourth downs. So there's an element of that. But he calls a smarter game in the red zone. They win that easily. And I think he gets, he's going to get all the he gets all the analytics plaudits because it's on paper the right call. But I'm not. I wonder if he might just be the kind of shiny new toy a little bit at the moment
0: and I'm I'm I I don't know how far it can go though because then if if you if that third and 27 in the Bengals game if if the blitz gets through and sacks Burrow or forces him to throw a bad ball and misses Jamar Chase like you'd be praising Spags right now saying like how how well of a job he does calling that blitz on third down and stuff I don't know I just don't know how far it, it can go like you can you can make you can make bad calls but you know Sometimes it is but, just... Okay, yeah, maybe if they much, made it, it, it would have been a really good call by Brandon Staley if they had made those fourth downs on the goal
1: line. 100% comes down, to, comes down to execution. And that's got to Yeah, it could do be a good
2: call and bad execution. Yeah, mm. I
1: get that. It comes down to the coach. I'm just... Um, I wonder if he's a bit like Gareth Southgate for England. <laughs> they were just like... As in, he's a really good... He's a really good front man. He speaks really anyway. He's a great... A great... Like a great... Person, a really good motivator, a great, a great statesman almost, you know. So but. he, but maybe yeah, he it's just, just maybe, he's just not a good coach. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just, I'm just saying I don't, I haven't bought into him as much as maybe some have, as a coach. I think as a person, the, um, like that, uh, the, the press conference he gave. I think it was after John Gruden uh, lost his job. Think, you just say no. That's exactly what you want. How you want your head coach to speak? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I really like that. As a, as a as a man, as a as a human, I really like that. But as a play caller, I'm not. I, I'm yet to be convinced. Is he the I perfect
2: think. coach for the charges? Then, in that, the charges are the media darlings pre season, and he was the media darling at the start of the season, and then it all fell to pieces and does that make him the best coach for the Chargers he's well, certainly the best fit
1: I mean it's also, it's re- I guess it's really hard uh, if you're a first year coach as well when things start to go wrong and you start losing a few games that you probably shouldn't lose uh, turning that around must be one of the hardest jobs as a like a first time coach
0: so but I think maybe, then,
1: maybe it's maybe it's maybe we'll, we we see the best of them next year.
0: Yeah, I think it'd be it's too. Uh, I think it's too early for them to not rally behind him, especially when they're about to be in the playoffs and they you know they they've got a good enough team where they could cause some problems. So I think if they were to be like, oh, maybe he's not the right guy for us. I think it just it do the charges worse. I think they need to back him. It's like if 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 they if the Rams had jumped off Sean McVay after the Super Bowl loss, it, it, like they would have been like. I don't know, I think they're in a better position because they stuck by Sean McVeigh than if they had moved on and got brought someone else in. They need to, especially because yeah. he's young, he's got time, let him grow, let him develop see what happens. He's exciting, he's interesting and, you know, they've got a lot of potential and he could turn out to be a really good thing for them.
1: The, this, this the became... are... Sorry, Sorry
2: no, I was going to go. say, the Rams are only as good as Matthew Stafford and he's not that great.
1: Yeah, he's a bit and off, like... isn't he?
0: You but know, they've got. He's... I think they've built a good culture in LA, though, with the Rams. I think Sean McVay's got a good attitude. They just buy everyone. He's a lot like. <laughs>
2: he's a lot like Staley. He he talks well yeah. and, like the media love him. You know, he's young and energetic and all that. But at the end of the game, it's a results business, and, you know, they've spent a lot of money on a lot of high-profile players that. For the Rams, anything less than the Super Bowl, you're kind of going, ooh, it's not
1: that great a season. I think so. I think that's what what I don't see is outperformance from them, and that's what you need your coach. I guess that's what you're looking for your coach to do, is to take you past where your kind of ceiling is perceived yeah. to be. Like, that, the Rams team, and it has been, ever since they made the Super Bowl, it's been a Super Bowl roster. Yes. You know, and Jared mm-hmm. Goff obviously, Jared Goff obviously didn't work out. But the way that they... You know the way that they trade away their their draft picks for big name players. You know they're all in every single year, and it's one that's re- it's really hard to do. So obviously the front office is is working really hard to. Um, to get these guys in and work the cap, and obviously they must have guys in the back end of the of the roster, who are probably playing above themselves. But as a whole, you know you've got, Stafford who was whatever was two three firsts. You know as a. As a quarterback, you've got Aaron Donald, who pound for pound might be the best NFL player ever. Mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey, you know the best corner in the game. You've got Cooper Cup, who uh, is in with MVP shouts this year.
0: 130 yards away from breaking the uh, single season receiving yards record as well. Uh,
1: exactly. And he has he, he has he missed one game as well, so it's going to be 16. Or is that no? Sorry, that's the TJ Watt stat. I was thinking. He's yeah, so yeah. He's, he's only played
0: he's twelve gonna... games, twelve full yeah. games. TJ Watt. Yeah. Mm. yeah.
1: So just, I think with, with the Rams, it's almost like if they don't win the Super Bowl, they failed, which is really harsh because only one. Yeah, I see what you mean.
0: Play, right. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, I think Matthew Stafford should have been that piece of them as well. So you know, yeah, coaching, coaching not everything, but I think when you've got a young guy who who has that energy and has that like ability to be rallied around then I I, th- I think you should rally behind him because otherwise you get stuck with Urban Meyer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no one wants that.
0: Yeah, no one wants that. I didn't even fly home with his team. But, you know, I, yeah, I, I, that's, that's my perspective on it. I think if you've got a coach that's likeable and the team can rally behind him and he's got a good locker room presence, at least give it a, a good few years, especially if he's young. Because if he's young and he turns out to be great, You've got him for ages because he's so young. Yeah. I mean, what? How old Andy Reid and, and Bill Belichick? Like mid to late sixties. Yeah, if, if you get him in at like you know, how old is Staley? Late thirties. Yeah. If you can get him in that this long, you, you got him. You Straight got him for. A deal. You got him for twenty yeah, years. Absolutely, twenty mid twenty years. So, you know, I'm if, if you hit on
2: him, my them. life, and I'm not an NFL head coach.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> There's still time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love a word with Brett. Hey, Brett, give me a chance.
1: Yeah, well, like, speaking of likable coaches with local um we've certainly got one. Nice. So I guess we yes. should we should uh, we should we should talk a little bit about about the Broncos game. I guess reading between the lines, we all, I guess we're all, picture it basically as a, as a if if we turn up, we should win. I will help. Some. Yeah. Um, Teddy
2: Bridgewater went on IR. So, what is it? Drew Lock. Drew Lock game. Somebody else. Drew. Drew Lock's brutal. He's not the guy. No. He'll be no, fun though. it will be Obviously, fun. it will be fun
0: for us. Not.
2: Um. I don't even know what other quarterbacks have in the roster. They did have someone playing the other day, who wasn't Drew Lock. Um. I I, d- I, d- I
1: mean I think that's for Broncos fans to worry about to be fair <laughs> yeah yeah I mean they've got a, Well, I mean we can speak about that uh one after the after the season but I think they've got a lot of there's some interesting AFC West stories I think coming up because them and the the Raiders have both got an interesting um an interesting pre-season to think about really Mm, yes. go. Right, so <laughs> so we're going to win. Um, so we're going <laughs> to we're going to do the business. Um, do we see the Texans doing us a favour over no. Tennessee? No.
0: No, Derek Henry's coming back. <laughs>
1: no, we did a little, It's um... a crazy world and all of that, and it's been a
2: crazy season, but it's not been that crazy.
0: No, they've already like, they've uh, already yeah. lost to them once. I don't think it'll happen twice in a season. I don't think the Texans are going to sweep the Titans. Unfortunately, as much as I would love to see it happen, I, I, I don't see it happening. David David Mills just—I don't know. We'll see, but I'm, I'm not holding. I'm not holding my breath.
1: I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to bother looking up. But I, I bet it's one of these ones as well, where if the Texans get a stupid win it takes them three draft places out as well, and it actually does nobody any favours. So um, yeah, no, I, th- I think that's uh, yeah, I think that's probably wishful thinking. Um, we were just chatting before we we hit record, and I think we got to around about five Texans players we could name, maybe, um, <laughs> and even that was with the help of a little bit of Google. So uh, there's a few
0: ex-Chiefs, so hopefully they'll uh, they'll turn it on to uh, help out their former team. Chris Conley, I'm looking at you.
1: Yeah. Um, when
2: was the last time Chris Conley turned it on? <laughs> yeah. Mm.
1: So we're looking at the we're looking at the two seed, and I think that um, that that gives us either. Indianapolis or Los Angeles Chargers. So um Yeah, I guess at the um at the very least it's it's uh, well, touch wood a minimum two home playoff games um all being well. So maybe when we were three and four coming home or well, not <laughs> from Newcastle was was early doors. Three and four, who was who do we lose to? It was the Chargers, wouldn't we lost to to go three um, and
2: four? let me find my schedule because I had it a moment
1: ago uh, it was the Titans beat us 27-3 Titans oh, oh. Gosh. They, won't even, they won't even go away bloody t- <laughs> <sighs> right so I guess when the Titans beat, <laughs> beat us um, that was actually that was one of the games that we, they blew us out didn't they we didn't yes we, they, didn't we, we had nothing. We, nothing
0: three points in the game that's got to be the least points Mahomes have scored right That and the three super- points, points. Yeah. yeah it was nine in the Super Bowl wasn't it
1: which
0: one did we or? get that many? I thought it was 31 to 9 or something like that. Yeah, Could have I been.
1: I've blocked it from memory. I've not watched it back. I've never watched fever it fever dream. See the point. Uh, I, It just... That Super Bowl doesn't, doesn't live with me in any way, shape or form. Didn't happen. Just, it was almost like, just, like it didn't... I think because from the off we were so bad. And... I say bad. It, like We just weren't in that game at all. Injuries, whatever they did, I I don't know. Just it felt like we were never going to get into it, and it it's almost like yeah, it didn't happen at the end. It's like it didn't it didn't even like that. It didn't hurt, but it's like it's not like it didn't. I wa- think
2: because we'd, we'd won the one the year before. Yeah, so that had that one. made it. We had yeah, one that, in the bank.
1: Yeah, that made it really easy. That made it much easier. But you're also just like we were never winning that game. That's not one that oh. got away. That's just one that we. We just lost that one, right? yes yeah. like, That that happens. The better team wins sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. They were. They definitely were the better team. That day. It's a disappointing way to end a long season. You just like right. You just need to kind of suck that one up and move on. Um,
0: I'd rather get to the Super Bowl and lose it than than get knocked out in the divisional round. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'd agree with that.
0: But uh, you know, it happens. We'll be there again. Hopefully, it's this year. That's... But we'll be there again.
2: <laughs> but it's so difficult to get. Never mind to back-to-back Super Bowls, like three Super Bowls in a row. Yeah. Like, the think Patriots did it once.
0: Think Anyone how the Bills else? felt. The Bills got there three times yeah, in a row and lost yeah. all three of them. Think how they feel. Yeah. Good <laughs> could be, could be worse. At least we have won one. <laughs> yeah. If we get back to three straight, we won one, then we've we've
1: done better than the Bills. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> did, right. Do did we want to? What will we do? Let's what well, we do let's not do score predictions right uh is it early doors for the the over unders on Mahomes throwing what's he normally at about 270 isn't he normally yeah into? about there yeah right so let's go over under Mahomes 270 yards under I'll say over over um I'll say under hopefully because we've blown them out in the first half and yeah he's, I sitting, on I'm he's thinking. sitting on the bench yeah uh, so who? Chad Henney his... over a hundred yards. <laughs> Chad, Henney ru- Chad Henney rushing yards over. <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Minus one if, he near, if he's kneeling.
1: Yeah. Speaking of prop bets, we had I had my bet builder. I had a special team score for us last week. Oh, Pringle, uh, Pringle, Pringle runs it and then some guy called Zane Zane Anderson's not even a real person. <laughs> Oh, oh! I could have throttled, oh God, could have throttled him. <laughs> was that the only one that let you down? No, well, I, I had Chiefs by three. Okay. Uh, as well, so, but yeah, it wasn't for a fortune. But that was so frustrating. I put them on yeah. most weeks as a as a, a pick six. I didn't quite. I didn't. Uh, to be fair, Pringle returning wasn't my wasn't my primary uh, <laughs> thoughts. But um, yeah, that's frustrating. Right. And and I'll we'll, tell you what
2: defensive score this week could be a good show
1: yes I'll put that mm, yes I'll definitely have that very open. true and who have you got for let's go Chiefs first touchdown scorer uh,
0: Kelsey
2: uh, Williams Damien Williams yeah Daryl Williams Daryl sorry Daryl
1: Williams yeah, yeah Daryl Williams because um, he's I might drag Damien out of retirement and get him tomorrow <laughs> Damien, no he's at the Bears now is he he's at the Bears oh, yeah Jesus Oh lad, I what know, did he I do know. to deserve that? Uh, <laughs> two, 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 two touchdowns of the Super Bowl. I think it was.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Game ceiling touchdowns. And how many sacks? Christian sacks. How many Chris Jones sacks? I should write. The, I, I will have to listen back to write these down. Haven't I? Two, right.
0: two. I'll say one quite game.
1: One. I think he might go nuclear. Just to, yeah, I'll go. I'm gonna go four.
0: I reckon his presence will be felt, but I think Drew Locke will, will try and escape and then get brought down by Frank Clark or yeah. Ingram or someone.
2: Just just getting back to running backs for a second, Williams, Gore and Edward Tiller, what's the pecking order next season?
0: At the moment...
2: Who do, you, I'd, who do you like at one? Who's RB1?
0: At the moment, I'd say Darrell Williams at one. Because I saw someone, I couldn't remember who it was, tweet, uh, made a very good point uh, on Twitter about how disappointing it's been to see Edwards Hilaire with the O-line we've got. Yeah. When his running back two is about 37 yards off getting a 1,000 yards a season. And it's just not... Those two combined just doesn't look good for him. And I've really liked watching Darrell Williams play as well. He's been really fun.
1: Goal looks good. And I like looks good. He's got something. Mm. I, I think it's still Clyde. going will be one next year. But I also... I have, this is this is my personal bugbear, and I I'm not getting at any, I'm not, getting at, I'm not saying anyone's wrong for saying this necessarily, but I, like, it just appears that we're almost incapable of speaking about either Williams or Clyde without mentioning the other, mm. and I think that must be really frustrating if you're like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, or even Dara Williams, because you're kind of, your own achievements or lack of, are always framed against what someone else does. It's because like, you're competing for a position. Yeah, that's that's yeah, the nature
0: of it, though, isn't
1: it? I think in some ways, like, does it matter if Gore is, you know, what Gore does in one game? Just, I, we should just be, we should just be glad that he does it. Like a, like I, I quite like the kind of running back by committee approach. Just whoever's hot that game, we just just play the hot hand. We're not, you know, we're not going to have Derek Henry or Jonathan Taylor or McCaffrey, you know. So. Maybe it adds a little bit of an X factor to the to our offense as well, just to, to kind of mix it up a little bit. You've I got a game they, plan for all three of them. Exactly, the guys they've, they've all got slightly different kind of skill sets, and maybe it's just as.
0: Then, if we're going for a running back in committee, it it's, goes in hand in hand with talking about them all in the same conversation. Like, if you're going for if you, if that's the kind of style of offense you want to go for, like you're going to talk about Edwards Hilaire in the same breath as Darrell Williams and and Gore, because if you're doing that sort of system, that they go hand in hand. I I'm not too against it. I think it's worked well. It's, it's worked well enough this season. I think we've had a more established run game than we've had in the past couple of seasons. I think it's been yeah. fun to watch them run around, uh, run around a bit. I, mean, I think
2: leading still only got 541 yards. Like it's, you know, it's not good. No, <laughs> Three I, point yeah yards to it, carry. It's
0: just an improvement, I think, on on last year. But then, how much is that? How much of that is the O line? Because the O line has just been really good this season.
2: A lot. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> do we have, is there any, I haven't seen any, um, do we have a no-line problem this week? Or the, for the playoffs? It looks like Niang's done.
0: Brown's coming back. Niang
1: is definitely done. Brown is back.
0: Yeah, I think Brown's coming back. I don't think Brown, I don't mean. think Brown's was too severe. I think he's he's going to be all right. Uh, but I really liked Thuni out there. Thuni looked really good out there.
1: Do you know, I'm just about to say that it, it always feels like we've gone through the whole season of podcasts and not really said Joe Thuni's name. Yeah and he's yeah. one of our high-speed players, and he's not missed a snap, I don't think he's ever missed a snap, or missed a game, certainly, mm-hmm. um, and we that's had what, our, our back-up… That's
2: what you want from your offensive line, though, you, you don't want to be talking about them, if you're talking about them, they're generally doing something no, wrong. No, exactly,
1: yeah. so this, uh, we had, our, you had you played with a broken hand for half the year, our backup right tackle was playing… Left tackle went down, and so Thuny just just moves over one. Yeah, and look, and you know, he seems like will not a, lie to He looked better
2: than Orlando Brown did at left tackle.
0: <laughs> he just seems like a pure football guy. Like you just slot him in, yeah. and and he'll and he'll make it work. Give him a broken hand, he'll make it work. Like he just seems like a solid guy, and that's what you want in your offensive line. On yeah, yeah.
1: It's, um, it's been, it's, it's, it's again, it's a, it's a smart move by Brett Beach because they've obviously. Um, they've obviously drafted these young guys with a view to playing them. And I think it's been smart knowing that Fisher and Schwartz were out. So there's kind of not really that old head on that line. You're kind of looking at Remmers then as the, you know, kind of old head there as the experienced guy. And he's probably not really. He's a He's a, good, he's he's a, he's a really good swing tackle, right? Remmers is a good squad guy. He's if on injured the, reserve now as well. Yeah. So I think it's really smart to bring someone like Joe Tooney in. hmm. To play with these guys,
0: especially because yeah. he played with the Patriots his whole career, at, who are a winning franchise. He's got that experience. He's got that.
1: Got the mentality.
0: Yeah, of 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 okay, we're playoff contenders. We're we're making a push every year, sort of thing.
1: Do you know what? I I think that's not to be underestimated. I think that um, someone like Wasnowski did that as well in the Super Bowl year. Yeah. Just came in and was like, "There's there's just a base level that 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 he accepts." Sugs. Yeah. Exactly. Sugs, yeah. came
2: in on the D line.
1: Yeah. These guys just have a have a base level they accept. Just just turning up, isn't good enough. Uh, and I think that, that that sort of that like winning attitude and mentality, I think that that pervades through the whole team. It just brings, like you said, just brings the floor of of where the team can, can fall to up. Um, I don't th- I don't think you can underestimate that sort of like that kind of just kind of fuck you attitude, where he's like, uh, this yeah. is it, this is this is this is where we play at. Won't accept anything else it's another one yeah absolutely yeah completely yep
0: and it's good because they're all young we've got a young offensive line as well so
1: the future looks bright
2: yeah. offensive well, line looks
1: solid for years
0: yeah. yeah oh yeah
1: i've got a i've got a creed humphrey jersey coming somewhere oh i'm kind of jealous i hope it. I, I i was looking at the delivery dates and i think it could be a little bit tight before it um uh, to arrive by the second week of February, just in case I need it. Um, but yeah, I so you kinda, I'm, I'm a born contrarian. I'm not getting a Mahomes fifteen jersey. <laughs> not that you know, just I just 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 don't want one. I want something different.
0: I was tempted home. by a, I was tempted by a sneak jersey a few times, but the last oh, time yeah. I bought a Chiefs cornerback jersey was Marcus Peters, and I didn't really go well. <laughs>
2: i have a snake i wanted to get a a nine fry jersey after last week just for the crack for the <laughs> sheer obscurity of it
1: i'm still and i'm still going to get i'm getting a, a, a 12, a 12 is it he's 12. i'm getting a gillig date of 12. if you scores a touchdown i'm getting a 12. yeah nice. i suspect that never happened but uh yeah anyway we're waffling now yeah uh, we can dream we yeah <laughs> but yeah. I mean, to be fair that's like the dream thing like Henny, thirty yard bomb or two yards two Dieter. yard dump off to Dieter, yeah. That's yeah. the dream that's a dream for next week that we're in that it position. Can happen. It can happen.
0: If that happens, I'll get a henny jersey as well, Duncan.
2: <laughs>
1: we can oh, wear them we both
0: he, wear with pride.
1: Yeah, Ch- Chad Henny's already in folklore, even though last year didn't work out. Chad Henny's in folklore. Uh Chiefs folklore I think. Um anything is possible. The, yeah. You, for the, the yeah. Super Bowl season, you know, he got us a win against the Vikings. You know, without that win, yes. we not we don't get the two seeds. The
0: Browns game as well. He
1: played yeah, really well in the Browns yeah. game. Yeah. yeah,
0: the playoff game.
1: Mm-hmm. Put his head was in it the playoff it hurts, game? It was,
0: wasn't it? it? Yeah, it was the yeah. He got the yeah, fourth well, down, didn't he, to seal it yeah. the Tyreek Hill.
1: Yeah, exactly. So he's he has. Uh, I don't know if this will be his last year or not. So I suspect he's probably quite well paid for not not actually doing a hell of a lot of work, but um, but he steps up. Yeah loves a bit of chat Eddie. anyway like i say we're waffling now we are waffling uh, so predi- predictions are handy chiefs win on um on, on saturday night uh probably have to then go through the um the world card round but as a bonus that gives us one more chiefs game i guess at the end of the season so yeah, it'll be the first me. ever super bowl champion to have won 20 games yeah is my math right no 17 421. 21? Yeah, twenty-one uh, by the same yeah, yeah.
0: And Tell we'll be man. watching the first wild card game of Mahomes' career. Yes, Jesus. Because oh. he's never played in the wild card round, and he's been in three postseasons now, right? Yeah. He, he's. Am I right
2: in thinking he's never played in a away playoff no. game? No.
0: no. I don't I think he has. No. 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 Because he it's, was a two seed. A ridiculous. Yeah, he was off. a two seed in in his first year when we lost to the Patriots
1: yeah
0: no it was either one that was that that was Is at Kansas was, City
1: that was a, yeah
0: yeah and then and then it was just one seed one seed the next two years yeah
1: Nice. Yeah, but I, I mean' I, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna step in a harness nest again, Like before the championship game last season, I think I'd said i, I sent a tweet out from Arrowhead's arrowheadr Brother account. I think it was something like that's my home's third consecutive home championship game. And that weekend Aaron Rodgers was going to play in only a second in his whole career well I think, you know oh you, th- you put when you start to you know and it's all then it opens up the the Hornets list of wins aren't a QB start and all that sort of stuff and I, I get that but it just it just shows you what a what an impressive start to his career he's had and you think where well, he's what 25 26 something like that you know yep panned well, it out for another 10 years um actually I was thinking this I was thinking this week God, I'm going to say we're waffling, right? If retired, whatever, right? I, I, um, he's I, 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 good. Um, but it just made me...
0: <laughs> Very just, true. Very good But point. the point is, yeah.
1: it, just, it, just, it just made me a bit sad to think, oh, we're going to have to do that one day.
0: Yeah. We're going to oh, do oh, day. No, yeah. I don't and want to actually, think about it, Duncan.
1: I know. I was actually thinking that, like, I, like here's an insight into to my life 10, ten years ago. I when I turned 30, I had to move back I was just had not long moved back to live at home with my mum and dad. As I, I had my 30th birthday with my mum and a cup of coffee probably. And I think that Patrick Mahomes turning 30 might be harder for me than me turning thirty was. <laughs> I just I'm just not ready for that man to grow up.
2: I hear you. It's just yeah. Don't wish his career away, uh, just
0: no.
1: No, enjoy no, it. Well, no, no, see.
0: Yeah, yeah, make the most of it. Don't complain yeah. when we have slumps because he's no, going to exactly. be that guy who'll turn it around.
1: Exactly. And yeah. hopefully, hopefully, we will all still be here to chat about it as well. Um, on which note, I will um, I will sign us all off and give everyone their evenings back through. Owen, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Pleasure. Neil, thank you. Always a pleasure. All right, guys, take care. And from one kingdom to another, over and out.